So, let's want to talk about some of the upcoming projects, the upcoming movies that are coming out. Sure. Mm. Although, I'm, keep in mind, I'm still, I still have Ant Man on the brain. So if I if I need to kick it backwards, I I fucking will. Okay. <laughs> well, you nixed. Uh, I was going to say Dark Phoenix was one that I'm kind of curious about, but you're right. It's not MCU. Uh, uh, uh. It's Marvel. Uh-uh-uh. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh, um, so they're doing, I guess, a Black Widow movie? I think they greenlit that, yeah. Okay. Finally. They've been talking about it for ages now. But... I get I mean, can you... At this point, if you've introduced the character into the Avengers and like the Incredible Hulk movie, I guess... Because she has that kind of... She has a relationship with Bruce Banner... I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. Do, do I mean, her first appearance was uh, Iron Man two. Do you think that that's? Um, I feel like they should have done a movie before that. Like they should have, like built her up for the series. Like made a movie earlier, made her character cool. Because now I'm like, I don't really, I don't really care about a Black Widow movie now. Well, see, this is actually part of my objection to long form storytelling in general. Um. Because essentially what we have now with these Marvel movies is a TV series. Yeah. And it's starting to grind my gears a bit. Because long-form storytelling, like TV in particular, um, the objective is always stretch. Yeah. Always keep, keep the story going. Yeah. Because it's simple math. If you close off a thread, if you complete an equation, you can't go back down that road. No. So the idea is you keep... You keep stringing the audience along for as long as you fucking can, for as long as they can fucking stand it. And I feel like that's probably what we're gonna get with the the whole Hulk and Black Widow thing. It's like it's it's a will they won't they. Um, I don't think they will <laughs> because as soon as they do, then that thread is closed off forever, and it gets very boring. Uh, especially since they haven't really gone to much trouble to de- to develop her, especially as a character. Um, which I mean that that's why you make a movie for that character so you can explore some of that. Yeah. Um, all we really know about her is that she has a checkered past and she's from some part of Russia. Or- she, I feel like she's just from like the Hitman, uh, the, the Hitman video game, basically. Like, nope, she's just from a kid. They turned her into an assassin. Now she's an assassin. And well, that's what was good. really funny about the marketing for that Red Sparrow movie. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, my God. I had to warn people about that movie, actually. Did you watch See, it? I, no. Oh, okay. And there's a very good reason for that, because I knew what I was getting into. Um, there are a lot of people out there, like friends of mine, who uh, they're casual moviegoers. You know, they, they, they watch movies and they have fun with it. So, you know, whatever. And a lot of times their selection process for what movies they end up watching has to do with who is in the film. Gotcha. Um, a lot of people have latched on to Jennifer Lawrence as like, oh, I'll watch anything she's in type of person. Uh-huh. Um, some of, some people I know uh, have that mentality and do not like dark films. And I was like, for the love of God, do not watch Red Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I have heard there is some stuff in that. Isn't that, <laughs> that Jennifer Gardner? Probably not want to see. Isn't that um, Jennifer Gardner? Not Jennifer, having technical difficulties. Yeah, no, it, it was Jennifer Lawrence. And, I was, uh, yeah, I've heard, I've heard there's some like full frontal stuff going on and damn. some really nasty violence. Uh, really nasty violence. <laughs> I've heard it's a very brutal film. And I was, uh, yeah, 
the mar- the way it was marketed though like people were like oh it's gonna be like a girl power movie and it was like no <laughs> it's like no this is this is something else entirely so i actually different. had to warn them off of it and sure enough they ended up like red boxing it when it came to you know home video yeah and i i think my friend uh told me they turned it off like half hour in or something oh really i was thinking peppermint i was th- <laughs> i was like oh peppermint. oh you yeah. thought it was peppermint i was thinking peppermint <laughs> i'm like oh geez uh no peppermint just looks like garbage yeah so it was it just too brutal uh yeah um gotcha. there's there's atomic blonde which is brutal but not cruel and then there's red sparrow which is apparently just nasty i liked atomic blonde uh, i've it's funny because i was the one who gave it a light recommend to you yeah you've convinced me that it was better than i than i thought <laughs> yeah I, it's I I like I like a good spy story. Spy spy movies are fun. I I do too, which is why I like Captain America: Winter Soldier. <laughs> Although, oh, I do need to say one thing though. Um, whoever the fuck decided to throw the throw the soundbite out there that oh, Captain America: Winter Soldier is like a '70s conspiracy thriller. Whoever the fuck created that meme needs to sit on something sharp because that is. <laughs> Jesus. utter nonsense <laughs> no that is utter nonsense oh, man. I and this is coming from someone who really likes the movie I'm sorry I have seen 70s conspiracy thriller movies and it has very little in common with little. Jeez, that just feels like a marketing department quote that someone would throw out there to make sure old people go see the movie Okay, so and I mean they did slip Robert Redford in there, so you know that that'll get the old folks out there. It's like, oh, I know him. <laughs> My initial reaction to Infinity War, the ending to it, was like, well, that was stupid. There was no weight to that ending because so many people died at the end of that. A lot of people died in that. And people are like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that all happened. I'm like, he's got the time stone, the time infinity stone. They're going to reverse time and bring all these people back because we have way more sequels. We have more. We only have one Black Panther movie. I'm like, we have to get two more Black Panther movies. You can't just kill Black Panther. Yeah. yeah. No, that, uh, that's that's the shitty part about having um, having the internet. <laughs> yeah. Is that we know what all these studios are up to, and movies take several years to get made. So we before the before the, the snap happened, we already knew that oh, Black Panther two's greenlit. Oh, yeah. Spider Man Far From Home's greenlit. Yeah. Captain Marvel's, you know, we already knew that at least a couple of these characters are coming back, um, which kind of uh, spoils some of the fun. But you know, well, simple economics. I'm excited for the Avengers Endgame because this is kind of the movie that we've just been building up to for several years now. Uh, it, it's all been coming to this one movie, and I'm I'm actually excited. I'm like, this is, I think it's gonna be pretty fun. Um, I was on I was on the opposite side before. I'm like that second one's gonna suck. It's gonna be stupid. <laughs> um, but I have I, I have high hopes for it. I think it'll be entertaining. I am not excited about Captain Marvel though. Yeah, I'm. I mean, it doesn't help that I'm not terribly familiar with the character from the comics. Um, Me either. She's she's been on the Avengers roster for a few story arcs that I read back in the day. Um. I know she had some weird business where she she got impregnated by some cosmic being, and the whole team was okay with that. And okay, that was in that was like the early '80s. <laughs> this was ancient history, but in more recent days, they've kind of like rebooted the character a little bit. 
and I haven't followed any of it. So I have nothing to go by. So I don't have any foundation to to build excitement from. Um, Brie yeah. Larson is a, is an actress that um, I think she won an Oscar for that Rome movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I she was I like didn't... a Mouseketeer or, or like an equivalent. <laughs> she... So she's she's worked with Disney before. She's done some stuff. She's in the Twenty One Jump Street. Uh, not Twenty One. Oh, Jump she Street. was not Twenty One Jump Street. I'm sorry. Yeah, Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah, she's in that. Really, that first I don't one, yeah. remember her, which is not she, good. Um, she she's the love interest in that. Really, the only thing I remember her from is uh, she was a non-element in Kong Skull Island. Oh uh, yeah. In fact, most most of the human characters in that were afterthoughts, except for John C. Riley, who was great. Um. And then she was in a, a movie that I, I went out of my way to see called uh, Free Fire. Mm. Uh, I might make you watch that. Okay. It's a 1970s gun deal gone bad movie. Ooh, that, that sounds like fun. Basically takes place in real time. It's just the entire film is a single gunfight over oh. the course of an hour and a half. And it's interesting. It's a, it's a bottle drama with guns. And it's a lot of fun. I didn't watch The Room. I know she got an Oscar for it, but it just sounded like a bummer movie to me. Uh, it's a uh, girl is, I guess, abducted from when she's a kid, and is just ra- like she's just been in this room, and now she has a child in the room, and she's a fr- mm-hmm. I don't know. I, somebody told me the plot, and I'm like, well, that just sounds stupid. I'm sure she gives a great well, performance, but no, I don't. Really from what watch I it. understand, it's it's a, a she's the mom, and she has a little boy, and it's about the boy basically being born in the room and having to. Uh, adapt to living in society. Like she's both a gore- of them, I guess. Well, she's like agoraphobic or something like that. Uh, probably both of them, being as he's never been outside. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I know she she was a, a major get for the studio because I think they snatched her up like right after that. And she seems fine. Yeah. I mean, I I don't have much to work from in terms of you know trailers or anything like that that's actually a big part of why i don't have any enthusiasm is the yeah. trailers have been very weak for it you you're bringing in this character who's who looks like she's going to be saving like saving the day but we know nothing about the character i think it would be more effective if we had a character we've been introduced to and actually kind of like like it would be maybe a fun way to get the x-men in there or some shit like that like if you were <laughs> to actually merge everybody in there like oh let's get fucking professor uh, professor X in there or something like, <laughs> like get somebody we know and would be excited about or like fucking Wolverine uh, Wolverine against Thanos that'd be a lot of fun but we've already killed Logan well, so it doesn't matter I I think this is uh, this partially comes as a result of the success of Wonder Woman which like is good Wonder I really like Wonder Woman one I it was all right yeah, <laughs> I liked it uh, I I liked parts of it um. She and Chris Pine are both extremely charming. Um, I feel like that's part of what we're going for, is we're banking on on the audience not having expectations so we can create them later. Because Wonder Woman's one of those characters where it's like everybody's familiar with the iconography of the character, but how many people actually know anything about Wonder Woman? Nothing, yeah. In fact, the character's history in the comics that I kind of am familiar with, kind of, is so fucked up and inside out that good luck being a scholar on Wonder Woman. How was Lucy how was Lucy Lawless not in that movie? That's my one my one thing that it just drives me nuts. How is she not in that movie? <laughs> it is kind of weird actually. Maybe she was busy with Ash versus Evil Dead or something. 
I mean, are you really busy with Ash versus Evil Dead? I feel like you can, <laughs> are you that busy? That busy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would have made sense. But, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think Captain Marvel, like, mostly it's just been weak, weak promotional content. Yeah. Um, the one thing that jumps out at me that looks somewhat interesting is that the editing looks to be doing, like, uh, a nonlinear style. Uh, because the way the trailers are structured, it looks like uh, the character is going to be presented in such a way where they have a fractured set of memories. Mm. And they'll recall things as they go. So they'll they'll encounter like familiar circumstances that'll cause them to recall memories of of their past or whatever. So it looks like maybe we'll get that kind of weird weird editing where we'll have a story that jumps all over the place in terms of place and time. Yeah. Which is which is certainly different. I don't know if that's going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> um but it's interesting that you say that um the characters being presented uh in such a way as they're supposed to be like the savior the deus ex machina or deus ex superhero when i when i was walking out of the theater uh, after infinity war i mm-hmm. went to see it with a couple of friends of mine one of whom was a gal who's a comic fan and as soon as we were walking out of the theater she was like oh man i can't wait till captain marvel shows up and kicks thanos's ass and i just kind of looked at her cock at it and was like do you really think that's gonna happen yeah. <laughs> like, because it seems like she's not alone in thinking that though that that's going to be the resolution is that Captain Marvel's going to show up and, like you said, be the Deus Ex Machina character. That's what they Power told from- us. That's what. That's exactly what they told us. That's what Luke Cage does. <laughs> He's like Luke Captain Cage Marvel. Does. We need you to come save the day. Wait, you mean Nick Fury? Nick Fury. Sorry, not uh, uh, yeah. other bald black guy. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, Nick Fury. <laughs> but yeah, um, for me though, like being somewhat familiar with the comics, I never thought of her as being. A character on that level, like Thor. I've, I've read comics. Thor yeah, is the only like one. Thor, that and, could... Thor Sorry, and Hulk, I think of as being on that level. But like Captain yeah. Marvel, to me, she's not not there. But well, it seems like there's quite a few people who think she's going to show up and she's going to outclass both of them. Well, which Thor... I mean, it's we're not we're not living in the comics so they can they can write her to be as powerful as they want so maybe they're right i don't know but i don't have that expectation thor thor is the only one that like he was like talking shit to thanos he's like you're never going to be a god like he's the only one who's actually stronger than thanos so it would make sense that thor would have to be the one to take him down but now you're bringing in captain marvel so i'm like well then captain marvel has to be more powerful than thor or at least on the same like on the same plane, like same same level, um, yeah, yeah. but like I, yeah, like you've said, like we know nothing about Captain Marvel, uh, like from our own personal knowledge or from the movies. From the, we have nothing. So I was gonna say today's the no, Super Bowl. You had a question. <laughs> I was gonna say today's the Super Bowl, and we yes. usually get some fun trailer drops. Like this is where they'll drop some cool trailers. We got the commercials, of course. But do you think they're gonna drop the trailer for the new Star Wars movie today? Because I feel like today would be the day to do it. Because they haven't uh, talked about it at all. But usually they're like, the trailer for this movie is going to drop today. So something for this summer is going to drop today. It might be an extended um, Avengers. Actually, that's probably what it's going to be. It's going to be an extended Avengers and maybe a I Star think, Wars teaser. I think it's going to be Avengers. Um, that's my guess. Because Star Wars, I don't know that there's another film in production other than Nine. Like, Yeah. I didn't know if they were going to drop a teaser today. I mean... Maybe, 
I think they uh, might. I, I would think that I'd want to put my money into Avengers, although uh, in recent days they've shown that uh, we may be seeing like a sea change when it comes to marketing because marketing during the Super Bowl is extraordinarily expensive. Very expensive. Um, and think about when we first got our teaser for Avengers Endgame. Yeah. They waited a very long time, and it was very subtle. Um, I think they might be reeling back the marketing budget. <laughs> um, if I was... If I was in their marketing department, I'd put more money into marketing Captain Marvel and and less into the Avengers and Star Wars, because those can sell themselves. Captain Marvel, though, people need to know about that to go see it. Yeah. And uh, it's funny, a friend of mine was, was telling me that, like, he's, he's suspecting that they're going to do just that, because Captain Marvel people don't have a as much of a foundation to work from like they don't have as much of a reason to rush out and go see that i have no reason to go see it exactly so what you need to do is you need to create a marketing campaign that emphasizes that oh you can't appreciate infant you can't appreciate endgame if you haven't seen captain marvel because there's a little gap in that story and it's like i know they're only coming out like two months apart but come on guys you gotta gotta see the whole thing you gotta get out there and see it (laughs) Yeah, you got to get out there and see it because it connects directly to the next one, and you're going to be missing a huge part of the puzzle if you don't go see it. So, like, if if I was in the marketing department, that's what I would do. Is I would create a need for people to go see it. Well, when is the new Black Panther? I'm going to check out real quick and see when the new Black Panther comes out because that will probably break the box office. Uh, 2020, 2021, or something. Ah, uh, let me check here. I'm I'm scrolling. Um. We got the Gambit movie, which sounds. I'm actually kind of curious about that because uh, I remember Gambit from the cartoons, from the X Men. Does, but other than that, like I don't really know much about Gambit, and he hasn't really been. There's not. <laughs> there's not much to know. Um, his his history in the comics is extraordinarily convoluted. Um, if I remember right, he was like part of the Thieves Guild in Madripoor, which is like. Sure. An entire country of assassins, basically, in the Marvel universe. Hmm. Um, point is, he's basically like Robin Hood with a staff instead of a bow. <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, he wears a like ancient Japanese ninja helmet <laughs> because because Jim Lee is crazy and makes weird character designs. <laughs> and he was created in the nineties. So, um, yeah, everybody. Yeah. I mean, we're we're living in. A nostalgic era for the 80s and 90s so all the things that you remember as a kid are the things that they're going to be putting in theaters yeah we're not gambit we're not getting black panther till probably 2021 yeah i mean God damn it i'm sure i'm sure everybody that worked on those films has tons of offers to work on other shit right now <laughs> <laughs> uh, i mean i'm not sure do you know if ryan coogler is coming back for that one I'm not sure. They mentioned Coogler's Black Panther did gangbusters at the box office. Um, I'm not sure if he's coming back for the second one. I, I would think. I would think. Because um, he didn't do Creed 2, so that would leave him occupied. Well, I'm going to have And he also wrote Black Panther, so he's probably... If he's coming back as director, he'd probably want to do that, too. Um, I'm going to have to uh, I'm gonna have to get out of here pretty soon. I got I got a Super Bowl party to go to. I got to do some cooking. I got to prepare our snack overtaking uh for that cool. but i wanted to just um 
just uh, before we go, uh, ask you what movie, not Marvel related, are you most excited about to watch uh, this year? Triple Threat. <laughs> triple Threat. Triple Threat. Do I yes. need to explain what Triple Threat is? Okay, yeah. I will. Triple Threat is a. It's like the equivalent of the Expendables, but with martial arts. Ah, okay. So the cast is insane. It's like. Scott Atkins. <laughs> uh, I believe he's the lead villain in it. Um, it looks like it was shot in Thailand. Um, we have Tiger Chen, who is a... Uh, do you remember The Matrix Reloaded at all? No, you haven't seen The Matrix Reloaded. Actually, they're on Prime right now, and Steph and I are going to catch up on those well, this Tiger week. Chen. Tiger Chen is a Chinese uh, martial artist and stuntman uh, who... Keanu Reeves has only directed one film. It's called Man of Tai Chi. And the entire film seems to have been put together just as a way to like give a gift to this man Tiger Chen because mm-hmm. he and Keanu worked ex- extensively on training and choreography like Tiger Chen was like his trainer basically on the yeah. Matrix films and uh, Keanu basically made an entire movie just so this guy could headline it and this is the only movie this guy will ever headline in his entire career more than likely there's like one other movie in China that as far as I know it will never leave China but Point is, uh, Keanu made an entire movie just so this guy could star in it. Nice. And he's a very, very talented martial artist, but he's that guy. He's the guy that gets kicked in the face and falls down. He's not the leading man. So gotcha. you have Scott Atkins, Tiger Chen, uh, Tony Jaa is in there. Ong oh, Bak- I know who that is. Yeah, I know who that is. Uh, Iko Uwais from the Raid films. He's also I, in there. I still need to uh, Ron Smorenberg, who is... Uh, I think he's from the Netherlands. He was in a Jackie Chan movie called Who Am I? Where he's just a very tall Aryan man that gotcha. is a very talented kicker. Um, there's some good behind-the-scenes footage of Jackie Chan shouting at him because apparently he wasn't kicking fast enough. <laughs> uh, Michael Jai White is in there. All right. Uh, uh, Michael Bisping is in there. Oh, okay. Because. Why not? Um I'm probably forgetting some people. Oh, uh, I can't remember her name, but she's a... Uh, she is, I believe, a Thai martial artist. She's also been in some other movies. Point is, this is a stacked cast of, like, name, name, name brand people. Like, Nike brand <laughs> martial artists. <laughs> not 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 that bullshit Kroger stuff. <laughs> like, um, so for me, it's just like, I'm sure it's going to be a disappointment. Um, it's a low-budget film, so managing all these personalities and scheduling, more importantly, I'm sure. I'm sure there's going to be some disappointments in terms of like the quality of the action. Because if you have, if you have that short of a time frame to shoot that many people, so, someone's not going to get the best shots. You know, you're going. Some things are going to have to get missed because you need to move on for scheduling reasons. I feel like, like during production someone's going to open a door to that movie like that set and it's going to be <laughs> it's going to be Wayne and Garth and they're going to be like I've always I know Wayne's world is like I've always wanted to open a door to where people are being trained like a James Bond movie I feel like that's just what's going to be happening that would be, be the happening. set yeah that's that the set the <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah that comes out supposedly in March also okay. supposedly in limited uh, limited theatrical release so oh. I may, other than Doctor Strange, I have yet to see a Scott Adkins movie in theaters. Because yes, Scott Adkins was in it, Doctor yes. Strange, but is he that made a Scott the Adkins he made movie. the front credits, Kyle. Ah, ah. He didn't say a fucking word, uh, but he made the front credits. 
But supposedly it's getting a limited theatrical release. So come March, I will be scanning the Fandangos, and I'll be seeing if I can find a theater to watch this. And I will make sure to get together as many people that could possibly give a shit to go see it with me. So, you know, a Scott Atkins movie can finally make, like, a ten-cent profit, because all of his movies lose money because of piracy. (laughs) Uh, I'm excited about Avengers, uh, the Endgame movie, but uh, John Wick 3, Parabellum, Chapter 3. Yeah! I'm super (laughs) excited about that. Uh, Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Um, Um, just, Just to gush just a little bit more, the cast for that movie is also pretty extraordinary. Um, all of those movies, um, some of the familiar faces you see in that. Kevin Nash is in the first one. Fucking Kevin Nash is in John Wick 1. They dub over him with someone with a Russian accent for reasons. Maybe yeah. Kevin Nash can't do a Russian accent. I don't know. It's like the easiest but, accent to do. And Dan- Daniel Bernhardt is in that first one. I wouldn't expect anyone to know who the fuck that is. He's the guy who took over for Van Damme in Bloodsport 2 through 4. Yeesh. Yeah, he was also in the Matrix Reloaded as an agent, though. Mm. Um, and yeah, this this new one, Mark Dacascos, is featured prominently in the trailer, which makes me happy. Uh, I mean, Mark Dacascos is not a great actor, but he is a very underrated martial artist. Uh, in fact, I put one of his movies on our to watch list. It's called Drive, mm-hmm. not the not the Ryan Gosling one. But oh, <laughs> it's, wow. it's, um, it's from like 1997. It's kind of funny because it's a Asian guy and a black guy buddy comedy action yeah. movie that came out the same year as Rush Hour. Hmm. Probably. <laughs> they probably had the idea first. No. No. Probably not. I don't know who came first. They're radically different movies. It's just a funny observation. But, yeah, and then a couple of the fellows from the Raid movies are, are in John Wick 3 as well. Halle Berry, I can take her leave. But yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, that's fine. Angelica Houston. She's in that too? You can keep her. She's in there. Oh, okay. That could be fun. I don't expect her to be throwing punches or shooting people, but I'm happy to see her. No. Anyway. Uh, but yeah. Um, that's about all I had to say about the MCU right now. Yeah, I have no fucking clue how to label this episode. I don't know. <laughs> we're kind of all over the place. I don't, I don't know. I guess maybe we're just... Um, uh, I guess they're like I think of it like therapy. Like we're just sitting back. I have to get this off my chest. Like, <laughs> like a Woody Allen. Kyle and Trevor bitch about the Marvel movies. Yeah, like you're just laying on the couch. Yeah, <laughs> just talking up at the ceiling. Did I, did I send you that SNL sketch with Ryan Gosling about the Avatar logo? Yes, yes. The, <laughs> it's kind of like font. That. that was pretty fucking amazing. And you're afraid he's gonna do that in the second one? There's a second one. <laughs> it's, it's such a good sketch yeah uh, but, all right well yeah. um thank you for joining us as we did not catch up on any, any cinema this time but thanks for listening anyway yes thank you <laughs> until next time